Bobby Talk Radio, the official podcast of the Mandalorian Mercs. We're a costume organization dedicated to charity efforts around the globe, attending events in Mandalorian armor we've built by hand. Here on the show, we'll keep you up to date with the latest fan community news. Visit our website at www.mandalorianmercs.com. So we have apologies today from Hikari. Uh, for some reason, he's he's unable to join us. Something to do with um, with getting married. Uh, I think his new bride wouldn't have been too happy if he'd uh, taken a an hour or so out at the ceremony to come and join us. So, <laughs> from from all of us here, we send our congratulations to to Hikari and his bride, and uh, wish them all our best. And uh, we'll catch up with you on the next episode. Here, here. Congratulations. Congrats. Hello and welcome to this month's edition of Keldabi Talk Radio. I am your host, Crow, and with me on this episode is Thaxos. Hello. Tucker. Hello there. And Jaren. Hello. All right, so we have uh, got a few things to talk about. Managed to, to ring out a little bit of Star Wars news, a little bit of Mercs news this time around. Um, I believe we'll start with the Mercs news uh thaxos what has been going on uh well uh the general assembly just happened uh as of this recording last weekend um so hop on over to the announcements section on the forums and you can find uh, all the info on checking that out uh there's different department uh subjects that were covered uh we, obviously we don't want to just rehash it all here but uh i think Simon, you had noted a couple interesting things, at least, that were worth bringing up on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, uh, Mandalore Tom had some interesting points to put forward uh, with reference to future structure and future management and how the Mercs goes forward. I think that's that's definitely a, a listen for everyone. Uh, there's um, some interesting changes coming forward, and I think they'll, they'll benefit the club uh, as we move move ahead. Uh, there were some updates from yourself, although you weren't able to make it, mm-hmm. um, which I'm looking forward to hearing about because it's going to shut down the forum for a second, but not for long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one's that's, that's, uh, all, that's all background stuff. Yeah, yeah. The gist of that is just database stuff, which is uh, oh, the nerve, the nail biting, nerve wracking. Uh, don't wipe the entire data. <laughs> it's, it's fine. What could go Sandbox. wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, it should, it shouldn't be too bad. We'll we'll of course find a time where it's, where it's no, uh, the, the biggest news I think is, is the news from Tom. Yeah, definitely. Yep, but uh, yeah, you can listen to the full general assembly uh, if you just check out the announcements thread. There will be a link for that. With uh, and I believe they're putting together a video to go with uh, some visual components to it as well. Yeah, I think the the release that will happen on YouTube is going to have some of the PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Um, that used to back up the the live recording. Yeah. So that's always a, um, an interesting thing to check out. Kind of gives you a, a feel for how things are changing and moving forward in the club. Um, apart from that, we've got the May 4th awards are, well, by the time you listen to this, will have just happened, uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, given, you know, we're in still some, in... In some fashion. Yeah, given we've still got COVID going on, I'm, uh, Kedenda Rooney's been working on a... On some stuff that uh, just not quite sure what things I can announce just yet. So uh, I'm sure we'll talk about those more next month as well. 
Indeed. And then um, I think that was about it, really. It's been pretty quiet with the Mercs. Uh, that's obviously why you, uh, the listeners haven't heard from us last month, just because there really wasn't anything to cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we met and we, we talked and we were just like, has, has anything happened at all? Still very slow at the moment. No, not really. Yep. Yeah. We had a good chat about how we could possibly change the podcast in the future. Mm-hmm. We did a bit more of a visual element. We did yep. indeed, and yep. that's that's definitely something. That's definitely something we'll we'll look into for sure. I will uh, have yep. to get a haircut by then. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just do just do what I've been doing. I haven't like I finally did the math, and I realized I like many people had not gotten a haircut in a full calendar year. Um, sometime in March twenty twenty was the last time I got a haircut. Oh yeah. So I mean, for those of you who've seen me in the flesh, I usually have long hair anyway. But it's uh, this is about this is almost the longest it's ever been. Yeah, you see, I I worked out that my last time visiting a barber's was the day before the Rise of Skywalker premiere. Okay. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> All right. Dif- dif- difference is, I bought clippers on the first day of lockdown. Uh, so oh, yeah. I, sh- I shaved my head back then, knowing that yeah, I wasn't I- going to work for thirteen weeks. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. I can't pull that off. I did help cut my wife's hair because Ark has a, like a much shorter, much more styled hair than I've ever had. So I did. I learned a few. That's one of the things I learned in uh, in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit of amateur barbering. So that was kind of neat. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. Do it. Do it myself at home because uh, it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, who's gonna notice if it's not perfect? Yeah, right. Like well, just lower the resolution on your webcam. <laughs> yeah. And, and no one will know. <laughs> Do it under bucket. Yeah. <laughs> like we well, could. I actually I had a lot of fun in, in the first few Zoom meetings back when all of this quarantining started and I started working from home. I found that one of my work headsets would fit very nicely under my helmet. So I would start up the Zoom call, like our daily work huddle, and just be like, boom, Mandalorian, echo voice <laughs> echoing out of the helmet, and everyone lost it. It was great. That's amazing. I got the new Black Series um, Din Djarin helmet through and impressed with it. Um, oh, yeah? It's got as much detail inside as the Proto Fet. Uh, it's got a changeable ear cap for the little torch. Um, and mm-hmm. it's actually a really good fit. I don't think it will fit most other people because I seem to have quite a small head compared to the rest of the Mercs in the UK. Um, okay. Yeah, I think when we were discussing it, we discuss- decided it would probably slice my ears off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I probably wouldn't even get it over his forehead. But uh, build, build quality-wise, and I've actually seen somebody else in the build group already, um, you can almost paint straight onto it. There's virtually none of the sort of the, the visible seam lines that are on the Proto-Fet. And as a base helmet for a builder, I think it's actually a really good option for a, a post-imperial. Um, nice. So if those pop-up discounts are anywhere, they're definitely worth a look. Very interesting. Option. Yeah. yeah. And, I forgot and the, that cr- that even the chrome came out. effect. The chrome effect for a plastic helmet is actually really impressive. Yeah. How how uh, how good does it look? I've not seen it in person. Um, it's it's really nice. Uh, I mean, you, you put your hands on it and it, it comes away. It's got a slight cold touch to it, so it's obviously a slightly metallic finish, and it leaves okay. those kind of uh, 
the horrible greasy finger marks that you would expect when you touch a metal, <laughs> metal helmet. Um, right. So yeah, I've, I've had to polish it twice because the kids have run off with it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but as, as a, a metallic effect or a plastic helmet out of the box, it's beautiful. It's really nice. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Hmm. That's, I mean, I know the Black Series stuff is usually very solid. It's sort Ooh. of the luxury line, but it's nice to, it's really nice to hear like that they're really putting the quality forward on a lot of these products for the price that they are. And I know that it's not ridiculously priced, but still like it's, it's definitely more expensive than a Ruby's two piece. Mm-hmm. So it's nice yeah. to show that that shows for, for yeah. what you pay and what you get. I think that you're getting more than, than the, the price tag at the moment. It's, it's a really nice build. Nice. Oh, I look forward to seeing it when I come over to you next. Mm-hmm. Whenever that might be. Whenever so about a year from now? <laughs> <laughs> Soon. Yeah, we're, we're slowly yeah. starting to ease things back in the UK, so uh, not not quite okay. full-scale AP yet, but uh, we'll be able to meet up outside yeah. again soon. Oh, that's good. Where I'm at, we just went back into more restrictions, so it's a full oh. month of uh, no visitors to the home unless you live on your own, then you can have one visitor. And then uh, public spaces, it's very limited to uh, the size of gatherings and... Yeah, yeah, I think our vaccine rollout is probably about 50-60% of the way through. Yeah. Okay. That's Certainly not bad. For first dose. Yeah, so, I think Canada's kind of fallen behind a little bit. I am happy to say even though down in Maine where I am where the some rules are getting relaxed, some aren't, but um I'm happy to say that the state of Maine is actually one of the best. Oh, good. As far as vaccine rollout, my vaccine will actually be shortly after the uh, this episode comes out. May fifth nice. is my second dose. So, oh, excellent. When uh, you've already gotten your first? Already gotten my first. Oh, um, nice. Side effects were minimal. I just had a sore arm. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I was good. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, same here. Yeah, May May fifth is my my second shot, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, then Canada's definitely lagging a little bit. My mom got hers last week, and uh, I still don't know when I'll get mine. Yeah. But hopefully it follows soon. Um, I'm hazarding a guess that the club... and I mean, we've already done the whole trooping stuff, right? As far as restrictions and and, uh, mm-hmm. yep. and whatnot, and uh, requirements for the year have been waived, of course, so... Yeah. Yeah, even though, you know, appropriate troops are open and available and people can mm-hmm. as long as you're following local laws and regulations and you know staying safe then yes oh, yeah. you can certainly troop again yeah absolutely yeah. but uh but yeah it is nice that for those of us who are unable to still for whatever mm-hmm. reason um it's nice that uh that we're still just not worried about counting right now yeah yeah i can't see things getting back into the swing of things until next year yeah, like we were saying, yeah, and even, even when we... things do open up, the larger events certainly over here they're going to be restricted on size. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, we're oh, seeing yeah. a few test events occur this week um, oh, yeah. with things like there's been nightclubs opened in Liverpool, but uh, interesting. It's <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what what comes of it. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to take time to just just being around people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we, mm-hmm. we've been but having the bucket on helps there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, like we we joked about it, like back when this all started. But the like, well, you know, like face shields are recommended PPE. Well, 
what is this if not a face shield (laughs) yeah (laughs) but we're you know proper face shields like dental face shields and things like that yeah Um, the fact that your visor is made out of a welding visor does not make it ppe Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's going to be the little things though like people crowding around for a photograph that are, are people going to be edgy about it? Are they going to want to keep the, 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 a meter or two meter distance? Or are they just going to come straight in for a hug? And are we yeah. going to be ha- happy and comfortable with that? Um, mm-hmm. Or are the venues going to be happy with that? So it's it's going to take a little adjustment for everybody, I think. Indeed. Yeah, I think Definitely. our plan kit is going to be a bit lighter when we go out this year. Mm. We normally have a couple of sets of armor that are sized so that kids can try them on, put a few helmets on and have photo ops. But um, to be honest, I think I'll be leaving those at home. Yeah, that makes yeah. the most sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying, yeah, trying, I'm, uh, trying to I'm looking uh, leather straight away. That's not right. going to work as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to, to being able to troop again, but it's definitely going to be uh, a bit of a slow start, I think, mm. especially here in Canada, where uh, half the year it's too cold to be outside, which is where it's. I think people feel most comfortable, kind of getting back into the swing of things. Yeah, right. Because mm. there's a huge difference between going to a convention where there's enclosed space, lots of people, or used to be lots of people. Um, Compared to being outdoors, yeah. you know, right? Because yeah, I, I, I would, I wouldn't have too much issue going and trooping outdoors. Yeah, um, working a line at a comic book store mm-hmm. is one thing, you yeah. know, but going to, you know, <laughs> L.A. Comic Con or mm-hmm. Celebration. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to yeah. see how the cons bounce back. Yeah, we shall yeah, see. We've, we've started to see stuff about um, London Comic Con mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, one of the bigger companies over here and where they'd normally have like 150,000 people a day throughput they're potentially going to be down to less than 50,000 a day and yeah that will include, it's still a lot of people <laughs> still a lot of people but that will include all the vendors and everybody inside right but it could be time limited slots yeah so how I would hope gonna, so. yeah i mean how they're going to do the panels will be interesting because they've still got guests coming with restrictions mm-hmm. on tra- uh, travel obviously you've got another big thing is the signings and the guest spots and yeah they're yeah. going to be heavily restricted as to who can get where and how often and if, if absolutely are still in place uh it's going yeah, to very much slow things down if not complicate them my big hope is that we're all going to take away things like i remember we got lucky <laughs> um uh, PAX East, the Penny Arcade Expo. It's a mm-hmm. big video game convention over here and in Australia. And the last one that was in person was the one in my backyard in Boston. And that happened about two weeks before the pandemic hit Boston. Wow. So we got that close. <laughs> um, That's real close, like, yeah. Personally. Um, but because you know we were aware of it on a world scale that it was a thing that might spread mm-hmm. i have never seen more controllers get wiped down i have never seen so much hand sanitizer out <laughs> people were already uh you know not to the level we are now but people were already wearing more masks than usual at yeah. these at that event um i'm hoping all of that sticks that's my that's my hope that's my takeaway yeah. is that we're going to be like maybe we wipe down a handrail more than once a day you know, maybe yeah. maybe we maybe we do wear masks just when when we feel like it. You know, just yeah. you know that'll be that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Well, there's definitely some cultures in some countries that have adopted wearing masks when one is sick to prevent spreading it to others. Um, yeah. I think that's what a great idea. I'm hoping that becomes a a much more commonplace thing. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll be doing that 
from yeah. now on, just on a, a personal level. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. Have yeah. to agree. Having been told by the government that uh, I needed to lock down and shield because of my health, it's like, yeah, I, I, I take my health seriously anyway, but I think it's going to be a lot more controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and especially if it's little things like, you know, you're sick. Like, obviously, no one wants to get anybody else sick, even if it's a cold. Yeah. So, yeah, just any any of those little things that I can do to to keep that to myself, I think, is <laughs> I think is a nice step that, exactly. that I could take mm-hmm. and not impose anything on anybody else. Yeah. Well, and for us uh, who see how many, you know, what was it? Concred. We, you know, we used to joke oh, about God. Concred all yeah. the time, right? Mm-hmm. You go to a con and you inevitably end up sick if you're not careful. Right. I always found that, uh, I did, you know, in talking to friends and whatnot who would just, you know, wear costumes and or go to cons to enjoy it, they would almost inevitably get sick after a con almost always. Mm-hmm. And then me wearing my Mando didn't get sick practically ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it has something to do with that, uh, going back to that whole face shield thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, oh, yeah, I've, I've got gloves on instead. I take those off and I wash my hands before I, uh, I mm-hmm. eat anything. And you're not uh, touching your face, not touching my face all day. You know? Yep. Like, yep. No one can sneeze directly on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping, uh, like you were saying, with moving forward and people being a little more cautious about that sort of thing or, or courteous, um, it also just decreases, you know, the number of uh, sick people visiting and, and us having to interact with, just generally speaking. Mm-hmm. I think you know positive effect overall in the in in the long run when from, with people learning from that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we tangented a little bit, but we did. Uh, we did but covers it's, it's covers our so, It's sort of something that literally everyone on the planet has been touched by for the first oh, time definitely. in a very long time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But uh, I think that sums up our Merck's news, unless I'm forgetting anything. I think with a yeah. All right. Well, one one thing worth mentioning is at the moment that the art team are currently running at about forty percent capacity. So uh, any yep. any clan projects out there at the moment, you're probably best putting them in a month or two ahead of where you're actually expecting them. Just uh, mm-hmm. just based on our current timescales. Yeah, I'd say just gen- generally across the board, uh, be understanding of the volunteers who are balancing personal life Absolutely. and COVID and work and yeah, art team volunteering for the club team affected. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but uh, it's a good point to mention because art team de- tends to have the time sensitive stuff a lot too. So thanks for bringing that up. Mm. So Star Wars news, um, not a ton, but mm-hmm. uh, there are some big things. I guess we can start with the the big news. Might as well start with uh, Republic Commando is going to be re released. Yeah. <laughs> Limited um, release. Limited re-release, but <laughs> I was really I'm excited happy to see it's coming to the Switch. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a whole new uh, group of people that can enjoy it. Yeah, and I mean, realistically, even with an HD remaster, um, not a by today's standards, not a very graphically intense game. So, the Switch can do it. Yeah, <laughs> I still yeah. and then on the PC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I still play it. Yep. Um, but it was just the Switch and the PS4, right, for this re-release? Yes. Yes. Yeah, there's my gripe. <laughs> there's my gripe of the day. It's not It's not being remastered on PC, and that's yeah. a shame. Or yeah, I'll join you on that one. Any Xbox platform, none of the next-gen 
yeah, that's current current surprising. Gen systems, which is surprising. Like it originally released on the Xbox. I'm quite surprised it's not being re-released on Xbox. Pod Racer was a, a limited release as well, though, wasn't it? Um, I, I, I know I, I got so. it for the I PS4. I believe so. Pod Racer has been re-released a few times over the years mm. and ported a few times over the years, so it's not as not as special as this one. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think I will admit Commando I is not... probably one of the better loved games out there. I'm going to uh, admit that I haven't actually played it. What? Yeah, I know. I know. It's been what ten years, fifteen years. <laughs> can I? Can I give you homework for the podcast? <laughs> if you want to give me a gift. <laughs> Look, I finally started playing Fallen Order, um, and that's only been out a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me credit for that. No, that's yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to uh, we'll have to discuss Fallen Order a little more. Maybe do a, another review of it once once you're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I kind of need to finish it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's I've had a lot of fun with it. I just haven't had a ton of time to sink into it either. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, Republic Commando, a game I have never played. Um, I now officially have no excuse to play it because mm-hmm. um, I do own a Switch. I obviously yep. have a computer <laughs> that it, I've been able to play it on this whole time, but I just haven't. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be that'll be exciting. That'll be nice. Um, a sequel would definitely be appreciated, but we'll take uh, what please. we can get. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't. That's easy money right there. Oh, is, is it, is it, is it not got the perfect canon. excuse? No, but they've got the perfect excuse to update it and bring it into canon mm-hmm. with the TV series that we're going to talk about in a little while. Yep. Because like, it's one of those things where it is in that gray zone where it is technically not canon anymore, but it doesn't contradict yeah. anything as far as yep. I'm aware. Um. And there are things like the clone commandos themselves are canon because they well, have been in mm-hmm. the Clone Wars um, yes. and whatnot. So technically, so, it's that like weird zone where it's it's canon if you want it to be. If, if Fallen Order is canon, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's any new games are become canon, right? They're not yes. legends. Yep. So if it's re-released, does that bump it out of legends and into Ooh. canon? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that yeah. means um, <laughs> Republic into territory because that's being right, released. right. <laughs> yeah, the old Republic. Um, I wouldn't mind if that was made canon again. Again, that one doesn't also contradict anything because that's so far in the past. Yeah, yeah. Yep. When it sits totally separate from the the High Republic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wonder. A sequel to that would also be nice. That would be, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm very curious now whether or not that counts as being uh, reconstituted into canon. Yeah. Yeah, some some friends and I started doing a show on Twitch every couple weeks where we just make a top five list of something. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just each rank our favorite things. And the last one we did was video game villains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dar- Darth Nihilus from KOTOR 2 was definitely on my top five. Ooh. Yeah. Easy mm-hmm. pick. <laughs> Gotta have him. Who's even who's even the bad guy in Republic Commando? Is there a central villain? <laughs> this is how little I know. <laughs> no, really. Okay. It's just the separatists. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, I'll take that. I'll probably I mean it's 
the remastered games like this, re-release games, they're usually not expensive. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll probably pick it up this time. <laughs> to be fair, it's not that expensive on Steam either. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's actually regularly on sale. Um, whenever, mm-hmm. whenever a lot of the former Lucas Arts stuff goes on sale, that uh, fine. The, the issue with that is always then figuring out the compatibility mode to get it to run from the old resolution <laughs> to something resembling a new resolution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. So. Yeah, do I do I do that or do I just skip it and play it on the Switch wherever I happen to be? Well, you know what? I I pulled up because because you were asking about the bad guy or if there was any uh any of that in Republic Commander like who the main bad guy was, um which I think there were just three main campaigns. Um in the little info block on the wonderful starwars.fandom.com, they've actually got it listed for the platforms with the Nintendo Switch, the PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. Oh. And then they list Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. So I'm wondering if perhaps there's some sort of uh, cross compatibility or if it exists in, in like the the game store for Xbox. Oh, yeah, it might Interesting. be. So maybe there's no yeah. reason to re release if they have it uh, they have it in, in their in their game store system. Oh yeah. Actually yeah. <laughs> I just looked on Steam if you mm-hmm. feel like buying Republic Commando in the United States right now. Not sponsored. (laughs) Not sponsored. But I feel like, you know, right now... highly recommended. There is a sale on Star Wars games right now. I don't know how long it lasts. But I do feel like I should alert you about those savings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The offer ends May 6th, so... Uh. You yes. may have missed it by the time you hear this. And uh, yeah, you may have missed it, but then you'll have to pay ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I have a feeling that the people listening to this will have noticed when there's the uh, the May Fourth sales on Star Wars games. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh, I, I'm honestly one of the few people who is listening to this right now that hasn't bought it yet. Anyway. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm just preaching to the choir. I just noticed. <laughs> I just noticed I have 33 hours on record for Republic Commander. Well, there you go. <laughs> the campaign is not that long. <laughs> A lot of games weren't back then, you know. Yeah. Like, well, no, but there's there's multiplayer is what I'm hinting at. So <laughs> there's, there's some lovely weaponry to produce for Amando though. When you once you oh yeah it. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, such a good game. All right, so... I've lost count of how many times I've played it and finished it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, same, but 33 hours. <laughs> uh, that's just on Steam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. All right, so I guess... We I can guess talk a little I, bit about some rumors. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. <laughs> So what do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about Detours? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah, so should we talk about the actual anecdote. series what? release that's coming up? Yeah. What, Let's do what Detours, even, then we can what, pick up on that one. Okay. Yeah, what even is Detours? Yeah, so Star Wars Detours um, was a project that was being headed up by uh, the Robot Chicken guys, Matt Seinrich, uh, Seth Green, um, and they had had a panel and a little trailer teaser for it, actually, at Star Wars Celebration 6 back in 2012. Wow, that was a long time ago now. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and, uh, and I was actually fortunate enough to help out with that a little bit. So um, 
I forget who exactly it was that reached out, but effectively they got a hold of the Mercs, said they wanted a couple of Mandos to help out with the panel. And uh, and so it ended up being uh, myself, Ulrich Cantier, and Tyrion Kell. Uh, we ended up getting the uh, the honor and opportunity of helping out with that panel. Uh, and so we showed up at the, uh, you know, a couple hours early before the panel on the day of, and we got to meet, you know, Seth Green and Matt Seinrich and you know, they talked us through what they wanted us to be doing and, and described it and whatnot. And they had James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, doing a little bit of an intro thing. And so the, the general concept was we were going to come on stage with this, I don't know, like moving dolly type thing that they got tilted at an angle and uh, padded up and spray painted a Mando skull on. And they wanted us to come on stage and, and kidnap him since he was, uh, you know, Kenobi the Jedi. <laughs> And we thought that was that was great. So we did that. Um, and I believe it was Friday and Saturday the panel occurred. So on Friday, we did that. Tons of fun. A little nerve-wracking. Because uh, we got, we've got maybe, I don't know, a minute of stage time. Everything's <laughs> got to be correct. You know, it's hard to see with the lights and whatnot. But we did it. It was super fun. You know, they thanked us. And then they said, you know, um, you know if you've got someone that can take some photos and whatnot, you should definitely have them attend tomorrow being the, I believe it was Saturday. Um, can't say why, but, you know, it, it'll be a good time. <laughs> Turns out, old George decided to show up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really, really cool. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, him and his entourage were there backstage beforehand. Still very much the, don't talk to George unless George talks to you. <laughs> uh, but we got a nod so, from the creator, so that was really cool. Uh, we did our thing. Uh, and then afterwards, um, I don't know who took photos, um, but, you know, backstage behind the scenes, I think it was just their gr- the, the the robot chicken crew and and, uh, and George's crew and whatnot. They took a couple of photos that we were in. I didn't get any photo. I don't have any copies of photos with George and them backstage, unfortunately, but uh, I, I'm sure the photos are there somewhere. Um. But then, of course, right, you know, as we're wrapping up and, you know, thanking them for having, letting us participate, you get Mark Hamill showing up through the freight elevator. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so that was just that was just an absolutely wild, crazy, amazing opportunity. Um, and then and then afterwards, after that panel, after celebration, it kind of concluded and, and we were waiting on a, a release date for detours. Uh, that was right around the time, I believe, when Disney got into talks with uh, with buying Lucasfilm, and then Detours never came out. So, but like, what is it? Is it like a Star Trek Lower Decks situation? Yeah, I think that's kind of a, a reasonably. It's supposed to be about forty odd episodes of it, from what I've from what I can glean. Yeah, they they produced a fair bit. The trailer yeah. had had a decent bit and it was it was um obviously aimed more for a general audience than than the robot chicken audience um but it was just you know it was a it was a a stylized cgi show that had a lot of goofs and jokes and stuff um and it looked to be you know rather silly zany and and fun and uh yeah it just never got launched so now we're hearing rumors that it might finally be coming to disney plus which would be great because it's one of those things where you you know you know here and there you hear about projects that get planned and developed, but never get mm-hmm. released. Oh yeah, you know it happens I, I, all the time. 
Yeah, and I feel really bad, you know, thinking about the people that put all that work into it and then just go, well, it's never coming out. Yeah, because they've released a, a, a few of the older uh, franchise or the, uh, the older series from the franchise on Disney Plus this month yeah. or mm-hmm. last month, as mm-hmm. if one hears this. Um, <laughs> yeah, you like just old, like, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, some, some I wouldn't call the original Clone Wars as ancient. But, no, um, the five-minute shorts. C- certainly, the Both, yeah, the five-minute shorts. What yeah. they've done is they've released it as two yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. And they've done each season as an entire episode. Yes. Nice. So you don't get the five-minute shorts. You get the full forty-five minutes or whatever it is episode. Yeah, yeah kind of like they how it was released on DVD. Yep. Yeah. Like you had the disc now those. And, yeah. If you're listening and you have not seen them, definitely those are. A must. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. That's definitely worth a watch. Like that's yeah. where, like, honestly, that's the original Arc Troopers, the the seriously oh, so functional oh, yeah. Arc Troopers. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's where we also get like, oh, Grievous is scary. Grievous yeah, is that's actually true. dangerous. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um. I mean, you had um, you had Jendi Tartakovsky mm-hmm. pr- uh, producing. Directing, oh, that's right. producing, yeah. all, yeah. all of it, all of it. <laughs> he had a huge hand in Star Wars: The Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and it shows mm-hmm. so much. Because if you're familiar with that name, you probably know him through Samurai Jack. Yes, also very good. And the the visual storytelling that Samurai Jack has, you can definitely see elements of that in the Clone Wars series. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like the 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 five minute shorts, effectively episode one, mm-hmm. almost no dialogue. Yeah, and it but so much storytelling yeah, without the dialogue need it. doesn't yeah. need it at all. And if it weren't for that uh, that micro series that was done there, I don't think we'd have gotten the CGI Clone Wars. It was effectively a, a test to see how interested uh, people would be in that sort of a a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So we had that as a show. Yeah, you know, to get people interested to see if if you know there'd be enough interest to to develop into something further. And then we had the Clone Wars CGI movie. <laughs> Right, yeah, which is a thing. <laughs> it's, it's not bad. No, it's it's not it's bad not at all. Bad. Yeah, it shows generally. It's out of chronological order, but it's not bad. Yeah. yeah, and then and then from from those two things came the actual you know what eight season seven season Star Wars Clone Wars technically eight, seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that it's that, uh, it's that start stop at the very end that always throws me as to how many seasons yeah. technically there are. <laughs> but yeah, like I would I would like to see a um, like if it is indeed like a lower decks or an Orville, like a, a loving send up of of the Star Wars franchise. Like I would love that. Like I haven't actually watched much of the lower decks because I don't have CBS's streaming service. But um, but like. I'm going to use the Orville as an example. It's something taken very seriously, made by a serious fan of Star Trek, but mm. it's all of the stuff that you know the cast of Star Trek wanted to say while they were filming <laughs> the episodes. Like, they make fun of names. They make fun of how ships look. Like, they just make really stupid decisions. <laughs> like, yeah. And I would love that. Like, because, yeah, you look at all of Robot Chicken's star wars sketches and most of them are great like the uh the 
the robot chicken sketch where Vader calls the Emperor after the Death Star has been the first Death Star has been blown up, and the Emperor is oh, just yeah. like, "Oh, you must have been sitting out there for weeks. You must smell like old burnt bacon like that. Like that sticks with you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is an aluminum falcon? <laughs> I found the trailer for it um, before we started recording. For detours? Hmm? Uh, for detours, you mean? Yeah, there's a detours yeah. trailer on YouTube. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll send you the link. Yeah, I remember I remember watching that originally. It was... Uh, yeah, because I think I think originally they had it set to exist. Obviously, it's... it's They've got to build as a, as a comedic parody. So sure. it does not exist in the real <laughs> canon. No. At all. No. <laughs> not, even cl- not even close. Um... But I believe it was set originally to be between the events of episode three and episode four. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. And uh, when it was originally postponed, uh, Seth Green had said 39 episodes had been completed and there were 62 <laughs> additional scripts. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, but you had you had Dee Bradley Baker, uh, Ahmed Best as Jar Jar Binks, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Billy Shaday. Donald Faison, Billy Dee, absolutely, as Lando. Uh, Catherine Tabor as Princess Leia. Weird Al Yankovic as Forlom. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane as Emperor Palpatine. Zachary Levi's in there. General, uh, I'm reading the wrong thing there. Uh, General Grievous is <laughs> No. Uh, Seth Green as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Jennifer Hale's in there as well. Um, it's got a cast. Just then. like a star-studded cast. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, like some of those are like obviously we got our Star Wars alum, we have the you know, mm-hmm. A-list actors, but we also have some of the best voice actors that are out there right now, like yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh I'd never even heard about this at the time. I guess that's Lucasfilm doing real fast work or and and or Disney, but in November uh, in November 2020, apparently a 6-minute episode titled Dog Day Afternoon was leaked onto the internet. Mhm. Uh, featuring Zuckus and Forlom uh, attempting to rob Dexter's diner. <laughs> <laughs> and the episode was taken down shortly after it was leaked. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm not saying you could probably find it out there. Well, now I'm very but curious you could, about it. But you, like, a, a, quick, a quick internet search has, uh, has popped it up for me, so... Yeah, know, same here. Take, do do yeah. with that what you will. <laughs> now, yeah. I'm very curious about that. I might yeah. have to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would, I would love that. Cause I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to the Cassie and Andor show so much is mm-hmm. that, um, I mean, also a, the fact that I thought that was also going to go the way of star Wars detours and we're going to hear about it and announce it. And then nothing's going to happen. Cause that happens all the time. Um, but no, we know we're finally getting it. <laughs> But that's one I'm looking so much forward to that because K2SO and Cassian, not only is that relationship really deep and really interesting, but it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love it when Star Wars makes me laugh. And that's one of the things that it's always done very well, with a few exceptions. Revenge exactly. of the, it's Revenge of the Sith being how them met and how they came about but as a double act. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was one oh, yeah, of the no, great I'm, things about Rogue One in that none of the humor felt forced. It, it just mm-mm. worked. Mm. Absolutely. Worked so well. 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny. I was actually, um, I had my Star Wars RPG group meet up for our finale, but it ended up being finale part one for the whole campaign. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but afterwards, we were talking a bit about, um, you know, the, the sequels and then Rogue One and whatnot. And one of the nice things is that Rogue One just felt really well done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was, we were making a bit of comparisons to the solo film and then this new Cassie and Andor show. Um, and one of the things is effectively that the general consensus was that the solo film doesn't really add anything to the character, wasn't really needed, but it was still a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with the Cassie and Andor show, hopefully, and it, you know, the general sentiment there with the group was that if anything, it has the potential to really add more to the character yeah. because yeah. with Solo, we already knew who Solo was from the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and we got the character growth from the start to the end. The Solo mm-hmm. film didn't really add anything to that character growth. It was kind of I, I was more interested I I, in side characters than Solo. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, fle- it fleshed some stuff out. It was there was definitely some cool stuff, but it, it, it's not like we could take Solo and like drag him down more and then build him up. No, right? but I think with Cassian, we definitely could see that, and it, I'm very oh, yeah. curious to see if they end up uh, showing off more of that. Uh, you know, because he references like how much he's had to give up and, and go through. Yeah, it's been in this. And I, I'm very six years old. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what they do with that because I think that will definitely improve the story and, and grow his character more. And have Rogue One be even more impactful. Oh yeah, no, it's of all of the upcoming TV shows, that one is definitely pretty high up my list. Obviously, I'm gonna watch all of them, of course, but that one is is the one that I'm really, really gunning for. I would say more than whatever the next season of The Mandalorian or The Book of Fett comes out to yeah. give us. I would because this one, it's just it seems more the book's a lot more open, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's, it's an era of the rebellion that we still haven't really explored a ton. Yep. Um, yeah, and on top of that, it's the, it is that gritty dark, you know, I'm an assassin and I shoot people level of the rebellion yes. that we very rarely see. Yeah. And I, I doubt they will. Cause like we got to show how Cassie and, gets to the point he's in in the movie mm-hmm. where he's just ready to just snipe a guy. Yep. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. you know, For without a second thought. Yeah. And then he has that second thought. Yeah. And the well, I, I think we've deeper. seen, I think we've seen that with, uh, with the Mandalorian TV show, they're willing to, to make it a little more realistic, a little more, uh, nitty gritty. little bit rather than, gritty. Yeah. But without Ra- being, rather than movie movie clean for the general viewing audience, but at the more same, targeted to the fans. But at the same time, not like Game of Thrones gritty. No, no, I wouldn't want like that. it's like they've walked that line very well. Yeah, and and I I bet they're going to continue to do so. It's interesting because they finished filming principal photography at the main site that was about half an hour drive up the road from me. Um, oh yeah which is the one there where we've seen some of the leaked photos mm-hmm. um, come out. Um, so that set, they've actually cleared it. It's gone. Well, um, Didn't take them long to, to strip it down. I think from, from, from what I'm hearing, they did a little bit of filming, possibly, for Kenobi on there. Um, mm-hmm. But they've moved okay. the whole production about another 70 miles east of here. Mm-hmm. 
I'm curious if that's uh, if there's like a tie-in, maybe, or if um, if it just happens to be that they could reuse some some. I set think portions. it could just be set set pieces that are being used, but who knows? Who knows until it comes out? Yeah, I mean, if they've got that overlap, maybe there is a, a tie-in mm. of some sort. That'd be interesting. I suppose it depends. If yeah, they're using the, the volume scenic. technology that they used on the Mando, and if they're using just internal scenery inside their VR space or not, um, or if they're actually using external locations as well. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think they were using the volume for Andor. They've certainly been using the volume for Kenobi, because what surprised me was that Kenobi's actually over here in the UK filming as well. So I thought they were doing it all on the volume. But with Andor, I think they've gone more for the historic feel. So the same mm-hmm. feel they've gone with it. So they've gone with live sets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I would imagine it also Definitely. depends on the locations that they want to shoot. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still blown away by by the volume. Yeah. No, it's such a such a great tool. And yeah. uh, I do love the fact that it is firmly rooted in video games. You know, yep. it's, it's mm-hmm. nice to it's nice to see that uh, years and years of game design has actually, you know, fully made its way into film. Yeah, maybe it means we'll start getting good video game movies. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> One can hope. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, if anyone still hasn't watched the uh, the making of for the Mandalorian, what do they call it? The gallery. The galleries. Yeah. yeah. Yep. My brain's just thinking of all the cool stuff they show off, and I couldn't even think of the name of the <laughs> of the show. But yeah, on, on, that's it's so cool. Yeah, gallery season one really opens up and gives you a deep look into the technology that they're using. Yeah. Season two was one episode. Um, that was the restrictions of the time. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping they have more to, to show for season two. Mm. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the fun stuff. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the bad batch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm I'm excited for this because I mean it's really sort of the Clone Wars part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or part yep. three, or what have you. At this point, it's effectively, it's season eight. Yeah. Well, and for those listening, you can find out how right or wrong we are about what we're about to say. <laughs> Absolutely. Because by the time you listen to this, the first episode will be out. Indeed. The, the, the yeah, big thing first episode like, comes out in three days. Like we as we film as we're recording. Mm. Yeah. Like with Rebels, we're we're stepping into kind of unexplored, apart from obviously the Republic Commando novels, which may or may not be canon. um, Mm -hmm. We are, as with Rebels, stepping into unexplored territory. It's the formation of the Empire and the fallout from that, essentially, from a very, very internal perspective. Yeah, this is where we potentially see the clone army turn into um, the Stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see that transition actually happen. And mm. my feeling is that the Bad Batch, like, will be witness to it, but won't partake. You know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't see this group of, you know, the dirty dozen of 
the Grand Army of the Republic going over with that sort of situation. Yeah, I, um, I'd assume if they were defects, as, as they're described, or early versions, mm-hmm. and they're, they're not chipped and wouldn't have been affected by Order 66. Right. Because uh, obviously mm-hmm. in, and in the following season... We know that Echo won't be affected by it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, obviously in the, the season that we've just seen, they were the beginning of that season, and we don't see them again as the as the events happened. So uh, mm-hmm. I guess this would pick up possibly around that point. It'll be very interesting to sense. see what they, what they end It'd up be doing. Interesting Speaking of those... The trailer actually sees them on Camino mm-hmm. in one of the training halls being overseen by Tarkin. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how that timeline actually cuts in. Mm-hmm. Well mm-hmm. Tarkin's Tarkin made an appearance at least a season ago in Oh, Clone he's Wars. he was I was in season three. Clone Wars season yeah. three. Yeah. 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 So towards the I think yeah. episodes fourteen through sixteen. Yeah, yeah, towards so the, the end of it. side of things, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the Citadel. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was it. Yeah, yep, yeah. Um, so that's definitely. I mean, he's definitely been around, and he's definitely been part of the the Republic's military machine mm-hmm. for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, I guess the thing that I'm that I want to see from this show is they made the Bad Batch and as you know a series of action movie um stereotype parodies um, <laughs> yep you know hunter is obviously rambo there's no hiding it no mistaking mm-hmm. it whatsoever <laughs> um and then like they're they're all a different um take on a classic action hero and i want to see them you know they've got that foundation we get it i want them to move past it Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want four edgy guys and Echo for a season. Like, I want to see them actually like be people, be characters, yeah. <laughs> with with the baggage that they're considered defective clones. Yeah, I think that'll very much depend on how they carry through with this, right? Because we're talking about having those stormtroopers fill in and replace the clones at some point, so. Mm-hmm what's that going to look like? Yeah, I think, I mean, the, th- early, the early parts of the, the trailer, we're still seeing clones. So it's, it's, it's the transition mm-hmm. is going to be an interesting one. The, the, yeah. the, the Republic commando books were quite sharp on the change. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was almost, it happened between two books, really. Yeah. You, you were, you had order 66 take place. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning of the next book, you're chopping out the, the, um, uh, the second series of the armor mm-hmm. into the stormtrooper armor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, well, and see, um, so it's going to yeah. be interesting to see how they handle that side of how 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 quick will they make that change? Yeah. Well, one of the one of the canonical reasons change. was that Palpatine didn't want the clones used against him. So. Right. Yeah. After he'd done with his, you know, order series, you know, the chips and, and the orders and whatnot, he didn't want someone else to be able to, to use that against him. So mm. time to phase them all out. And yeah. so I guess the question really would be, is Bad Batch going to get phased out with the rest or are we going to see them stay on while the, the rest of the clones get phased out? And what might that mean for them or how they're going to feel about it? Yeah. Like, are it's, they, I, I don't see them going along with the Empire. I don't see them going no. as like, well, mm-hmm. let's, that's okay. We'll be the bad guys now. 
Um, yeah. I don't, I don't see that happening. I'm sure they'll dip into it, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see when they kind of recognize that. It's going to be fun. I mean, the first, mm. the first episode we're getting is almost a, a double header. So it's like a yeah. 70 minute episode. Apparently well, that's going to be super fun. So that's nice. going to be, that's going to be superb. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really curious how Fennec Shand fits into all this. Yeah. Yeah. That really kind of entrenches <laughs> her in the timeline and builds up the, the reputation yeah. that's loosely painted in the what, episode five of the first series of the Mando as this. Yeah. Cause assassin. she talks about being on, on the bad, on, on the list for ISB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, yeah. Where she's upset the ISB. So could that, could we see some of that I'm in hoping. the band batch? And this yeah, has got to be relatively young Fennec Shand at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, this is still the turn of the, the Empire. Luke's still a baby. Actually, yep. Luke's not even born yet, as far as we know, timeline-wise. So yeah. we got, Essentially. like, not that I don't I don't think they're going to run the show for the equivalent of 20 years, but it'll be interesting to see what <laughs> they do with that gap in her mm-hmm. history. Well, they c- and they could have Bad Batch kind of jump forward a couple years in between uh, seasons. Sure, yeah. And yeah, and I wonder the big thing that I wonder, and they've sort of addressed it a tiny bit with Rex in Rebels, um, mm-hmm. how he and Gregor and Wolf get old. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm, that was one of the things that the Republic Commando novels really had driving yes. for it was the concept that okay, these are accelerated clones. Their lifespans what ten years? Yep. Yep. Like I'm interested yeah. to see if they like really dive into that again because they've sort of hinted at it and mm-hmm. rex does seem to be older than he should but obviously he's still in fighting shape yeah. and all that sort of stuff it's really cosmetic for him mm-hmm. but i'm interested to see what if they dig into that a little bit more especially with that sort of understanding that palpatine meant for the clones to be temporary so yeah. they st- start seeing them lose their age and get past their prime yeah Mm-hmm. I thought the the clones ended up having. I, I think the ten years that you were referencing was for them to go from like from the VAT to fighting soldier was the ten years. Oh no! Oh, I mean, like their. What I mean is their lifespan's not the typical about oh, hundred. Yeah. It's, it's you know. certainly an accelerated lifespan. Yeah. So that, that as, as you say, is part of the Republic Commando books. That's where they were trying to get a hold of um, the cure, not Lama Su, because Lama Su was the Prime Minister. But um, it's one of the original. The other ones. Certainly trying to get yeah, hold the of the text, yeah. weren't they? To, yeah. To, to figure that out and see if they could slow it down. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was the whole Skirata clan storyline, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, over the rest of Karen Travis's books, into the. The, the stuff that is now legacy content. Mm. Um, eventually, they figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to I say, I think you get about like 35, 40 years out of a clone mm-hmm. total. Right? And yep. the first 10 is the first ten years is just becoming yeah. soldier. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to serve for, I don't know, five years there-ish? Depending on when you got cloned up. Yeah, five, ten maybe. And yeah. Then, but then is like, is that, you know, last ten years... The equivalent mm-hmm. of the last third of you know seventy to eighty. Well, I think the accelerated <laughs> or seventy to a hundred for I think a it, standard human. Like, yeah, is, think, do you just go downhill real quick? Uh, I don't know. I would expect it would like essentially you've got ten years to, to get the clone from from child to to fighting force soldier, and then and then and they're saying that happened in about ten years instead of twenty, right? 
So it's just half. Mm-hmm. It's just basically cut in half. So I would expect that it's just basically every year is two years for them. Yeah. Or every or two years is one year. Or yeah. Every every year is is effectively two years accelerated for them, right? So cloners beginning in twenty two BBY. You know, twenty two years passes between the Clone Wars and then A New Hope, which is forty four years in a clone's accelerated growth. Plus, they're already. Which would put Rex at about 60 in Rebels. Yeah, about 64. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing 70. So, or no, in Rebels. Um, no, Rep, uh, no, Rebels is five years before, isn't it? it yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he'd, he'd probably be 55. Yeah. So late, like, yeah, mid to late 50s. Mm-hmm. And then towards his 70s for um, Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Never. That might be explored in the um, in the Ahsoka series that we still don't know a lot about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Mm. It'd, be, it'd be. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what they do with this. What about um, who they pull in? Mm, yeah. Character-wise, that we already know. I mean, we know that we're going to see Tarkin. We know we've got Saw Gerrera, and we know that yep. we've got Fennec Shand. Yeah. Um, just from the trailers. That's so it. It, dep- it's, it would be interesting to see how they develop the arc. Mm. Yeah. I'm very curious who the, uh, if you've, for those listening, there's a uh, an official trailer poster. Or not trailer poster, but an official show poster. And mm. uh, there's some blonde kid. Yeah. Some blonde kid. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anything about? Nope. No one really does. No, no. I don't, I'm, yeah, absolutely. I think that's one that that's going to be. It it's not a Grogu level surprise, but it's yep. going to be um, potentially quite key. I think they they're very keen to avoid any detail about him in the trailer, other than mm-hmm. yeah. the image of him and that he's got some kind of light bow, energy bow weapon. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's very vague, but he obviously is attached to the group and knows who they are in some way. Yeah. Do we, do we hear that character? We do. Um, we, we, we we do hear him speak. Um, but it's getting, I was going to say, I don't even, all I've seen is the, is the poster. I don't even know he, she, them or anything. Uh, they're in, um, they're, they're in, there's, I think there's two TV spots and the Mm -hmm. the trailer. Um, Oh, okay. And and he appears in all of them. Okay. But it's the same, same clip, really, mm-hmm. in all of them. So you don't get to see much. Yeah. It's got to be a pivotal character of some sort, otherwise they wouldn't have them on the, uh, mm-hmm. on the poster. See, I, I hope that... I mean, obviously the kid is going to be very integral to whatever the plot is, at least for one episode. Mm-hmm. I really do hope that it's not just a... Like they have to deal with the kid for the entire season, you know. Like, yeah, it's not we've already done. Yeah. yeah, like we've already done that. We don't. Mm-hmm. We don't. Yeah. We don't they, need they five dads kids. and a kid. Like yeah. you know, this isn't three men and a baby. This is the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, who? Before we record, before we started recording, we were discussing this a little as a bit of a primer. Which. Which one of us was uh, mentioning the hairstyle and a certain connection to somebody else? I oh uh, yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> that, that was between Lee and I. Yeah, I, yeah. I mentioned the the jewelry that he was wearing, which looks similar to uh, Satine's. 
so it could be a Mando link, but uh, again, very, very unsure on that. But the other one that, and again, it's totally out there potentially. Um, but looking at the age and knowing what we know from um, uh, to, um, the Rise of Skywalker, it's Camino hairstyle looks potentially like Palp- a younger Palpatine. But who knows? Yeah. And who knows? I hope not. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, th- th- there's, there's a few out there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It would be interesting. Yeah. Would be. I'm hoping not because it kind of makes it a little more apparent, a little more commonplace knowledge or a little more not well-guarded secret. Mm. Mm. Right, because with the sequels, you kind of had the whole like, "Wait, Palpatine's back? How's he back?" Yeah. But if you've got some little mi- mini Palpatine running around, yeah, it's like I, I feel be, like it should have been a more it, it should be a, be a more covert for why Tarkin wants them exterminated. I mean, maybe, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, there's lots of different things out there. I mean, I was reading something mm-hmm. earlier earlier today about. Um, uh, old, um, oh, what's his name? He was, um, Kylo's boss. What's his name? Snoke. 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 That Snoke <laughs> potentially was cloned from Luke's hand from Bespin. Oh. So that's Snoke right there. Obviously. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Again, it's, it's, an, it's an out there concept, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's clothing well, going on. From what we've, well, from what we've gotten previously, though, I, I thought Snoke was confirmed to not be human. Well, well, we know that because like, of the proportions was, and what stuff, was right? confirmed. Yeah. Like we've had things confirmed about the sequel series that were immediately debunked by the next movie. Right. So mm-hmm. how much of it is confirming and how much of it is red herrings? Because we as fans can't stop imagining what mm-hmm. is going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not saying. I've, I've watched my my wife and I have watched a bunch of um, videos on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, which great show. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, definitely yeah, it check is. that out in mm-hmm. as you're getting ready to watch the Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, but there are like some fan theories floating around about the relationship between Bucky and Sam that involve time travel, alternate universes, multiple versions of Captain America's shield. And it's oh, just boy. like, okay, stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. Like cool. Bucky's not a complicated character. Nope. Mm-hmm. He's just mad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from what we know currently, Snoke's been reported to have been to have been born on or after four ABY. So four years after the Battle of Yavin is supposedly Mm -hmm. when Snoke was created on Exegol as a strand cast. The first time. Yes, because we do see in um, yes, we see Skywalker. Yeah, and we see like what seven of them in in tanks. True, <laughs> true. Yeah, I'm not too sure if this means iteration one or or the one that actually becomes actual Snoke. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a mess that. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Which I mean, I'm I'm a fan of red herrings and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a 
overall a fan of a production company or writers just completely lying to the fans before the movie or TV show comes out. Yeah. It's a, it's great. Um, but, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm also a fan of what, um, Dave Filoni and John Favreau did though with (laughs) Grogu where it was absolute total blackout. Yeah. Nobody knew. Yeah, they no even managed to persuade Disney that they weren't going to produce any toys before it was released. Mm-hmm. That, which, so, like, which they, which Disney lost out on a lot of potential sales. They yep. did. So that was huge. They did. It took about uh, a year to eight months before anybody was releasing anything official from the release. But yeah, I also like the way that that, that is played where you have nothing, no conceptions of it going in. Um, but hey, we'll see what happens. It's, well, it's it's less than three days from time of recording. Yep. Um, to, and we'll, we'll know. We'll know. I'll certainly be sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, actually, when is it? It comes out on Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be watching it Wednesday evening. I'm working, unfortunately, again. If it's uh, if the internet's going to be like how the Mandalorian episodes were, I'm going to oh, be watching it as down. soon as I possibly can. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm still not that it spoiled it for me, but I'm still frustrated on behalf of people that did have it spoiled. Mm-hmm. Super annoyed at the uh, at the web publications and at like Google News where you check your feed and it's like. Yep. The, oh, even, there's a, the spoilers right in the title of the article oh, even, or the preview image. The, the title will say, spoiler, someone, we're not going to say who, blah, blah, blah. And then the preview image shows Luke yeah. plain as day. Yeah. It's like, really? Oh, it's even Twitter. Like, uh, yeah, I got I've gotten into the habit on Fridays of uh, of just, you know, I'll check Twitter in the morning and that's it. Shut it down. <laughs> because yeah. like the entire what's happening bar, yep. which you cannot hide mm-hmm. on desktop is just like Luke Mandalorian robots. And this is like, well, there goes that. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we had it with series one of the Mando. Technically mm. we were eight months yeah. behind. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's just like, no, nah. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. even, even over in the UK, I saw within two hours of release, someone had posted up an image of the final scene with, um, oh, geez. Din and, uh, the child yeah. reaching oh, up yeah. from in the basket. It's, uh-huh. And it's like, I, I mean, I love Star Wars, and but I am not going to get up at four in the morning, my time, mm-hmm. to watch a thing and then tell the internet about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Now, see, your, your approach is all wrong. You have to stay up <laughs> and tell people exactly. before you sleep. <laughs> not doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there were there were memes coming out at the time in the UK and, and probably in most other places, mm-hmm. um, thanking uh, certain audiences for uh, spoiling the the initial Mando release and then reminding them that we get the Rise of Skywalker beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. into that tit for tat either. <laughs> yeah, didn't lose out much seeing the Rise of Skywalker. No, mm-hmm. yeah, but from yeah. personal point of view. <laughs> but we will definitely be covering however many episodes of Bad Batch get uh released before our next podcast recording. It's true. Uh, we should be able to get three or four in. Yeah. 
Yeah, so next podcast episode, spoilers will definitely be ahead. But of course, we'll always let you know during the podcast be before they happen. If, yeah, what will be interesting is if they, because obviously the initial release as a double episode is on the 4th. Mm-hmm. Are they going to release on the Wednesday each week or are they going to push it to the Friday? I, so are we going to get two releases in the first week or are they going to make us wait 10 days? I mean, I'm I'm not doing anything Wednesday nights for the foreseeable future, so I don't mind. <laughs> we may have to change game night. <laughs> so is it uh I guess that didn't really click with me before. It's it's every Wednesday. Well, that's we it, know. we don't know. Yeah. Because typically the new episodes at the moment recently have been on a Friday release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which has just been, I stay awake on Thursday night and watch it before yeah. Friday rolls around so I don't get spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and actually, I'm trying to think, did they did they do something similar for The Mandalorian? I don't like think season, so. I think it just... Season two, like, did they release it on a day? Yeah, they released and, it. And then there, it was... There was one because yeah. it was... Yeah, they I can't remember what it what what the exact It was episode were. 7 of season 1 that they released the day before the rise of Skywalker. Right. Because of the tie-in with um Grogu and the Hating. Force healing. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they they've done that before and then they just went and I mean it was either the last episode or mm. they uh you know hard to say what they would have done next. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they play it though, with the first yeah. episode being released on a Wednesday and the normal new episode release schedule for Disney Plus is a, is a Friday. I'm going to hazard a guess it goes back to Fridays. Mm. Yeah, it's just whether we get it two days later or 10 days later. I'm guessing 10, especially given yeah. it's a longer episode for the initial one. Let's see, does this say... Place happen. your bets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, we'll place our bets and we'll see. Everybody who's listening to this is like, you guys are so friggin' wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have the luxury of getting this several weeks later. Right. <laughs> it'll release on Wednesday and then after that it'll be every Monday. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing anything released so far saying how many um well maybe it's five i don't know it's hard to say i'm seeing some stuff that says maybe there's five episodes only five which yeah which would be very short um i'd expect to see i thought it was at least 14 yeah Mm, because that doesn't even take it all the way through may like the month uh i have found a source and it states that we will, in fact, be getting the first episode on May 4th with 70 minutes, special long episode. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. second episode will, in fact, be released on May 7th. And the first, okay. ep- first season will consist of at least 14 episodes. And I now know we're both staring at the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's good, though. I mean, we technically get yeah. the equivalent of three episodes next week, mm-hmm. which, is, which is great. Yeah. And and yeah, and that'll yeah. that'll take us through at least a couple months. Yeah. Which yep, probably about three months. Yeah. Which is uh, also is clever solid. on the part of Disney Plus. You can't just uh, do your do your yeah. uh, your free month, free week, yeah. whatever whatever trial period you can cash in. Mm-hmm. 
and and watch it as it happens. Can't do it. Well, I mean, they've got the Jindy Tartakovsky, Tartakovsky uh, Clone Wars now, and they're adding more stuff. Like it's uh, Disney Plus is really getting fleshed out into a. Yeah, it's actually it's 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 evolved into a pretty solid streaming network. I yeah. mean, obviously, it's another streaming network you got to pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm I've been pretty pleased with it. Um, yeah, yeah, can't complain. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's been pretty good. I think the user been, interface needs a little work. Yes, it's, yeah, it's patchy yeah. in places. Um, Agreed. And there's not a lot of control over any of your options. And I know from because the the kids watch it probably more than I do for various Disney series and things. Um, mm-hmm. They have trouble navigating it in places. And that's a fairly good benchmark for a streaming service if the kids can't find what they want to watch or pick up on the series right. where they left off. Um, right. It's not 100% friendly. Uh, could be just down to yeah. the PlayStation app. It might be better on PC or, or on other platforms, but we found particularly... No, the, um, yeah, the Roku have, app is just the same. Yeah, I have the Roku app as well, and it's got very similar issues and i don't find the there there was a period where it did just turn on subtitles for no reason we still that that. seems to have been fixed (laughs) oh no (laughs) i found that english subtitles (laughs) oh yeah well that that was what i was always confused about like Mm. the audio would still be in english and then the um subtitles would also be in english and it's just be like Oh, so it's uh, it's that? a reverse of the Marcel the monkey from Friends then. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it seems all right on on the uh, the Fire TV that I have the hmm. Android Fire TV or or uh, no, not Android uh, Amazon Fire Amazon. TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starts with an A. <laughs> the Alderaan Fire TV is one of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it seems all right, but I definitely noticed that uh, you know, if you're watching, there's a now that they've got the the multi account thing, mm-hmm. much like Netflix and other things, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. really really handy because my, myself watching it and someone else watching it, um, unless you watch all the way through all the credits, it did not recognize that you had finished watching the. Sh- the episode oh, yeah no it's oh, it's, it's yeah. still yeah it still does that like and that is for... not good when someone else wants to watch it fresh and hasn't yet seen anything if they're loading into the final 30 seconds before the credits well it's even it's even kind of annoying too just in general even if you're the only person on the account because yeah. like uh, some of these marvel shows that have 10 minutes of credits mm-hmm. that you can't really do anything about yeah, <laughs> just like, I don't. I don't mind there being a long chunk of credits. I I don't mind if it skips them. Yeah, <laughs> which it doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't mind because um, I think it was Netflix that was getting a bit of a bad rap because a lot of shows. Then it was like if you were working on the show and you did work in the second half of the credits section, it just it already got minimized and you could never read it proper. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, that's, that's that's true. But I mean, I'm a lazy American. I don't want to have to touch my remote to watch the next episode. Well, I wasn't going to say it. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do but, like that uh, with my um, with my Amazon Prime because mm-hmm. at the moment I'm binge watching MythBusters. And oh yeah, uh, okay. Nice. Dive into the episode. No, next episode starts in three seconds. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. I mean, there are there are definitely some things like Netflix bring them up again the show the dragon prince which while a a children's show technically is really good 
I've watched it about 30 times. Yep. The end credits of that all have really great art. Mm-hmm. Like, um, over the credits, like, sort of, like, some of it's sketches, some of it's sort of, um, like, almost concept art sometimes. Other of it's elaborating on something that happened in the show. And I've seen almost none of them because Netflix does skip it three seconds in. It's like, oh, that looks really... Oh, no, we're on the next episode now. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But in any case, watch The Bad Batch, May 4th, Star Wars Day, if you weren't aware. Um, If uh, I'm going to say that now, because Uh, you already did. Which reminds me, forget May the 4th, forget Revenge of the 5th. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is the May. It's Monday month. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> is <the May. laughs> this is the May. Just got to throw that in. This is the no, May. Well, that, that's better for our purposes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, on the show. So I'll take it. Because... <laughs> mm-hmm. This is this is this ha- this has happened to us for almost ten years now. Um, there's a thing we want to talk about that is either going to happen immediately after we record it, like you know, like we're gonna in this case we're talking about a show that's going to inevitably come out before you even hear this episode, or we talk about a thing we're really excited about, and then the day after we record it, there's an update on it. Yeah. and while our current editor many kudos by the way um is very good and very quick when we get this over to him and he gets this out in a very timely manner um it's still unavoidable (laughs) yeah i think i think actually that uh he deserves a shout out on a couple of the episodes so uh yeah pep does a, a fantastic job for us Agreed. Every time. Agreed. Very much Such so. Such a good job. I'm very happy because, um, I mean, I'm happy with Pep's performance uh, because, yeah, it's amazing. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to do it anymore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, Pep does, like, this is what this is what Pep does in general. Um, so we're very happy to have him take the reins on the editing and production side. So very good. And did we run out of things to talk about? We may have. Done. I think we did. <laughs> My goodness! Yep. I think we covered everything that was in the uh, in the pre-chat. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, okay then. Roll the outro. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So, with that, um, I would like to thank you for listening, and in particular, I would like to thank uh, Thaxos, Tucker and Jaron for joining me on this episode. Um, Hope you enjoyed the Bad Batch as much as we think we're going to. We'll all find out in a few days. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and yeah, we hope that you uh, download us and listen to us next time. This has been a production of the Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club. If you'd like to learn more about the topics discussed on today's show, please visit www.mandalorianmercs.com. The Mandalorian Mercs is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated items are intellectual property of Lucasfilm. Copyright 2009 Lucasfilm Limited. We hope you enjoyed our show, and we'd love to hear your feedback. 
please email podcast at mercs.firespray.net. Until next time, happy hunting.